0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoke and audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and
3: Mallor here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hello and welcome. It's our number two, our number two of our radio program in Antonio Brown continues to have legs, at least in our world of talk radio. He is the chatter around the NFL world after his prima donna exit stage right, or should I say tunnel right, from the Buccaneer world against the Jets. Where are you at on the latest chapter in the Antonio Brown story? We'll get to that and much more right now in our number two. There are many ways to leave a job. But very few of them will be implanted in your memory for years and years to come. But we saw that over the weekend. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we slow your roll. Coast to coast, border to border, in beyond, on the vast. And tremendously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the yard, the graveyard shift here, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. We're back at it again here. And oh, what a wonderful gift we got over the weekend, and it continues to have legs. We go to Toontown to begin this hour of. Fox Sports Radio programming on the Ben Maller Show. That is the happy place that Antonio Brown lives in. Boy, has this guy been a great gift to talk radio again. If this is his final act, and I don't believe it is, what a wonderful ending if this turns out to be it. But I believe we will see more from Antonio Brown. Anyway, if you've not heard the latest, then maybe somehow you've buried your head in the sand somewhere and Pretended like you didn't want to hear about this. Well, Antonio Brown, at last check, is still technically a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You say, well, wait a minute. Bruce Arians announced that that is not going to happen. Well, there's more to the story. We are hearing now the Bucs did not officially release the wide receiver on Monday. Even though they had every ability to do that, they chose not to. And instead, they are having supposedly ongoing discussions with the NFL about how to move ahead in the situation. So what does that even mean? Like Bruce Arians announced that Antonio Brown was not going to be on the team anymore. Antonio Brown pretty much announced it himself, the way that he left the stadium like a jackass. So um, now they're holding out hope, supposedly. This is what we're hearing. They're holding out hope, they being the Buccaneers that the NFL will punish Antonio Brown for his exit stage right across the end zone. However, we are told there is no consideration from the corporate level, the Roger Goodell, the hammer commissioner's office, that the league will discipline Antonio Brown. So Bruce Arians I mean, he might have said he is no longer a buck, but the buck stops with Bruce Arians and that team, and they have not, yet gotten rid of him after he left the game there in the third quarter against the Jets. Now, Brown, I don't know how anybody could have missed this, but I I, I keep watching it over and over again. It gets better. You know, I watch I watch it. I see a different fan angle, like a, a fan in Jersey there that recorded, it, and I'm like, boy, that's I didn't see that originally. And he, you know, he took his Jersey off. He pumps up the crowd there. He starts throwing things into the crowd. He walks off the field. It's like a, a cheerleader getting the crowd fired up there as he goes on and he Runs through the tunnel and greatest tunnel run since Bo Jackson back in the eighties, right? He says, I'm out of here. See you later. Bye, bye. Yeah. Anyway. So let us discuss the, this is interesting story. The Buccaneers not pulling the trigger saying they're going to pull the trigger, but not pulling the trigger. So where are you at on this latest chapter in the Antonio Brown story? And boy, that's a good story. A lot of chapters in that story. So my observations, You've got Duck, Duck, Go, Judge Judy, and Backfire. And we will lock all of these things together, and that will be the foundation for this Malor monologue. Now, number one. Number one. So I was bummed out. and I've been under the weather here pretty much the entire time since I stepped away from the microphones of Fox Sports Radio. But I was bummed out that I missed the show last night. Uh, I was unable. I was coughing a lot. I was unable to do the show. Uh, otherwise, I would have been here. And uh, it's actually miraculous that I'm able to do the show right now considering the amount of coughing that's going on. But anyway, uh, nonetheless, I would have been doing Zabruder film-style coverage uh, frame by frame. I, I probably would have done all four hours on Antonio Brown. Wouldn't have talked about anything else. Nothing else interests me other than Antonio Brown. And a frame by frame breakdown. What a wonderful wonderful display of uh, of a show pony right just just wonderful uh, i also disagree with tom brady and others who believe that we should show compassion for antonio brown it's nonsense you know that's that's for the people around antonio brown to show compassion that's not for us we're observers we're independent observers we're not part of antonio brown's family we're not in his inner circle the people around antonio brown can pull him aside and give him some counsel. That's not our place. Our place in this act is to comment on what happens. And Antonio Brown, last I checked, is a grown-ass man. And grown-ass men make their own decisions. And they have to live with those decisions. Nobody told them to act this way. The, The NFL players who have talent keep getting opportunities. Antonio Brown obviously has talent. But the other thing about that, and it has become more and more prevalent over the last few years, that no NFL player can no longer, every NFL player gets an exemption. They can be complete, I was about to say a bad word, ass 1 1000, 2 1000, 1000 holes. And they can do that because they have insulation from criticism. Because anytime an NFL player does something inappropriate for a polite society, what do the same people say that run to defend them, the the jock-sniffing crowd. Uh, They say, well, you know, these guys, they might have acted like knuckleheads. But we have a bunch of amateur experts convinced they have the answer. With no medical training, they know it's all because of CTE, which means no accountability. You can do whatever you want, and it's okay. We can't say anything mean about the people because CTE. But to me, this is very simple. It's a, it's a simple case of duck, duck, go. If it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, and it quacks like a duck, then it's a duck. If it looks like Antonio Brown quit, if it walks like Antonio Brown quit, if it throws its arms in the air like Antonio Brown quit, then Antonio Brown quit. Call it what it is. I right? And it's, there's all the ways to do it, right? I mean, Buffalo Bills player a couple years ago quit at halftime. Didn't run off the field and make a whole big show of it. He just said, I'm done. That's it. I, and I, we ripped him. Uh, and the same people back then said it's all because of CT. And here we are again. And uh, this is every single time. Has there ever been an NFL player that has done something that has been inappropriate that wasn't CT related? Because I don't think that happens anymore. It's so a fascinating development uh, that, that that has happened in recent years here. And the other thing about this is you can't have it both ways. If you're in that crowd, and I realize I'm in the minority, I believe you can not rip these guys and, and, and that they're not beyond criticism. But if you're one of those people that believe that this is a legitimate thing and that every bad action by an NFL player is directly related to CT, then you also have to hold those accountable that continue to give Antonio Brown opportunities. I'm, I'm talking about Tom Brady. Maybe one of the reasons Tom Brady wants to show compassion is because he was one of the great uh, advocates of Antonio Brown. The reason Antonio Brown, the main reason he's back in the NFL the last couple of years, was because of Tom Brady. And so, if you think it's it's CT, well, Tom Brady was help encouraging more damage to the brain of Antonio Brown. So, shouldn't you hold culpability in Tom Brady? He's the one that was out there cheerleading for Antonio Brown to come back. You think think if Antonio Brown had not had the support of Tom Brady, that he would have sniffed the Tampa Bay Buccaneer locker room? Come on. You're kidding yourself. Now, secondly, what we need to do now is call Judge Judy. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't don't know what her new show is. I think she's got some new show. It's not uh, Judge Judy, whatever, but that's her name. Uh, Anyway, so uh, let her work on this one because this has arbitration situation written all over it. So bring in Judge Judy. Now, why is that? It's all about the money and you have a disagreement. Disagreement plus money equals arbitration. So the disagreement is between Antonio Brown and the coaching staff, apparently. Been conflicting reports regarding whether or not he was healthy enough to enter the game. And this is where it gets really bizarre, like next-level bizarre, right? So there's the, the version that I, I had heard originally was that Bruce Arians told Jay Glazer that uh, he told Antonio Brown to, to get in the game. Brown didn't want to get into the game. So then he told Antonio Brown to stay out of the game, uh, supposedly, and then Brown had a hissy fit, and then uh, the the shenanigans on the side. Uh, There's a couple different versions of this, but Antonio Brown and the coaching staff were at loggerheads whether he was healthy enough to enter the game, and he had an ankle injury. The, The money part of it, though, Brown needed eight more catches, 55 more yards, and one more touchdown to unlock another, Basket full of gold bullion, uh, and he would have gotten over a million dollars uh, if he had played in the final game for the Buccaneers and then reached those numbers, and those are reasonable numbers. Uh, maybe not the touchdown, but the 55 yards, the eight catches, certainly right there, and you figure you pick up a couple of catches in the fourth quarter against the Jets, so then you only need, let's say, six catches and you know maybe 45 yards or something like that, so the numbers become even better for you. Uh, in that regard, and so this will be decided by an arbitrator. Now, final point, the fact that Antonio Brown is still waiting on his release is also telling. And I've heard a lot of gas bags and blowhards who have spoken on the bully pulpit about how Antonio Brown, this is it, he'll never play again. This is the end of Antonio Brown. But clearly Bruce Arians thinks there's a chance Antonio Brown's going to play again. And I'll tell you why. Otherwise, the Buccaneers would have just put him on waivers. They are genuinely concerned that this is going to backfire on them, that they're going to release Antonio Brown, they're going to put him on the waivers, and one of the NFC teams that they're going to run into in the playoffs who's desperate for help like the New Orleans Saints, somebody like that, or one of these other bottom-rung teams, that they're going to take a flyer in Antonio Brown and see if they can capture lightning in the bottom. And their spin would be, listen, he was hurt. And yeah, it was dramatic, but he deserves another chance, and it wasn't his fault. The guy was injured. They tried to put an injured player in the game, and then he had a meltdown. He was just having a bad day. Give him another chance. That'll be their defense. And you the old line, you never give up on talent. I mean, Randy Moss quit on the Vikings multiple times. Pretty much quit on the Raiders, but yeah, played played amazingly for the Patriots and then kept getting opportunities after that. And so I'm not ready to slam the, the door and deadbolt the, the door that Antonio Brown has officially excommunicated uh, from the NFL. There's nothing to stop an NFC contender or an AFC team, for that matter, from you know, trying to catch a little something. And Antonio Brown, if there's one thing this guy has proven, he is a human cockroach. You know, A cockroach can live a full week without its head. A cockroach does not even breathe through their mouth Cockroaches are capable of running up to 3 miles an hour. It's an amazing you know species here of uh, of uh, insect the cockroach. Can hold their breath for 40 minutes and survive without without getting air for half an hour suppose. So anyway, listen. Antonio Brown even this year the the bucks brought the guy back after the whole he made the whole fake covid thing which you know upset all these Holier than now, sports writers and the NFL media hacks, and they still brought him back because they needed him. And all Antonio Brown needs now is one advocate amongst the remaining NFL teams for one door to open up, and then uh, we're back in business. So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, 877 99 on Fox. Straight ahead. You can't. Handle the truth. We'll get to that, and we will do it
2: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: It takes an entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan.
6: Who the heck is Justin Cooper?
5: I just said he's the executive producer. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, Dan writes
3: in. He says, "Great monologue, Ben. If Tom Brady is allowed to keep his mistress, I don't know if it's a good, uh, it's good for him and Bruce's marriage." So from Dan, Charlie in San Antonio says, "Big Ben Antonio Brown will get another opportunity. Always remember," he says. Cardinal GM Steve Kimes profound quote: "If Hannibal Lecter ran a four-three, we'd say he had an eating disorder." Yeah, I've used that quote before. It's a good quote, and it is accurate. The way they do business in the NFL, they, they will find a reason a, uh, a reason to justify the move. J.D. and Casey says 10 out of 10, spot on on the Mallor monologue, Benjamin. I'm glad you're not part of the woke crowd and uh, handled the situation with kid gloves. Uh, Antonio Brown is a grown-ass man. Uh, he's made his bed, and he needs to lay in it. Justin in Cincinnati, though, says there's a better chance that Betty White will host the Oscars this year. Than uh, signing Antonio Brown. Well, even, Betty at this stage would even be better than. Uh, when's the last time you watched the Oscars? I mean, I don't. Know. It's been years for me. I don't. It's a, that's irrelevant. Uh, it's a bunch of uh, celebrities I don't know who they are getting up there and kissing each other on the ass. Who wants to watch that? But I've never wanted to watch those shows, even when movies were good back in the day. I didn't want to watch those shows. Uh, your Sports Source writes in. He says, "Great monologue, Ben. I was bummed. I was bummed out. You were not on the air yesterday for the AB debacle." Uh, I heard from sources close to A.B. He's interested in signing with the Rams, once released from the Bucs, because you can ram it all day and ram it all night. Yeah, well, it is interesting to note that all those negative stories about Odell Beckham being the cancer that's bringing down the Rams and the Rams are in trouble because Beckham is uh, and uh, Vaughn Miller are destroying the locker room. Oh, my God, panic at the disco. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of gone away. Haven't heard many of those stories. I'm sure they're out there. And they as soon as the Rams misstep again, those stories will pop back up. And the same hacks, the same uh, you know, the same morons will be out. They'll crawl behind, uh, crawl out behind the refrigerator like the cockroaches that they are. And they'll say, "Oh, I told you." Yeah, been awfully quiet though. Haven't heard a lot of noise. Haven't heard a lot of noise about how bad Odell Beckham is and game-winning touchdown against the Ravens on uh, on Sunday and the Rams now. Is it how many wins in a row? Not one, not two, not three, not four. That's five, five wins in a row now.
2: <sighs>
3: I know it's boring. They just keep winning week after week, and uh, Stafford's a bum, and this guy's a bum, two, and uh, they're great, overrated. I know. And uh, all I know is the Rams, if they win at home on Sunday, will be the number two seed in the NFC. That's it's uh, that's not too shabby. Because number two, three week, three game uh, vacation in the middle of the year where they played like uh, absolute crap. And
5: I want winners.
3: Can still take three weeks off, and I'm told have the worst quarterback in the NFL and still end up with the number two seed. That must be a hell of a coaching job by uh, Sean McVay. You are absolute. fake news. Yeah. All Nobody right.
7: calls him the worst quarterback in the NFL.
3: Uh you were ripping him up and down, Coopaloop. You were uh, you were tearing him into him pretty good. Yeah, you I was. I didn't call, bet on him. I didn't, didn't, I didn't call him the, the, the spread, worst then.
7: quarterback in the NFL, but he is garbage.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Cuz you lost a bet. You, you you why would you bet the Rams laying 7 on the road?
7: It makes no sense. I wouldn't have done that. I like First the of all, Rams, I, got
3: I, like it, I
7: got it at six and a half. Okay. It doesn't so they matter. only needed that's... to win by a touchdown. And second of all, they should have been able to do that easily. No. Everybody's been throwing no. all over the Rams. It...
4: Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest that f- bet I ever heard of. <laughs>
7: that's right. Yes, that's a good drop.
3: Um, no, no. I, I like the Rams. I thought they were going to win the game. I no way thought they were going to win that game by anywhere close to seven points. Like anything over a field goal would have been ridiculous. Uh, I just well, I then apparently then
7: they're not that good.
3: Yeah, because I, I mean I, I know that that win doesn't count as much because they only won by one point. If they'd won by more, if they'd covered the spread, it would have.
7: You they know, struggled won. to beat the Ravens.
3: Yeah, that's right. So that we should eliminate them from all uh, future considerations. Uh, boy, you look at the the playoff matchups, potential playoff matchups. Uh, if things stay the same, which they won't, but. The opening round of the playoffs, wild card weekend, you'd have the Rams would play Philadelphia, which I don't I don't think there's a chance that stays the same because if the Rams win, the 49ers would lose and then the Niners would likely be out. Eagles are in. Uh, but then the, as of right now, it'd be Rams, Eagles, and Tampa Bay and 49ers would be the matchup. Arizona and Dallas would rematch in the 4-5. And then the AFC you'd have the Chargers at the Chiefs. Uh, also, Indianapolis at Cincinnati. That'd be an interesting game. And New England at Buffalo. Oh, boy. That's a, uh, that's a tough spot uh, for the, the uh, Patriots. They better hope for a, a lake effect snow situation in that game. Let's go to the phones. Uh, right now, we haven't taken a call in a while. And uh, who do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, Mo. Pick a caller by their name. Let's say hello to... Blind Scott, who's in Boston. Hello, Blind Scott.
6: Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, the Patriots would crush the Bills in Buffalo. The Bills, they stink at home. Josh Allen don't even know how to play. In, he don't know how to play in cold weather. The Buffaloes are one of the worst teams to ever play in the NFC, too. They're a joke that that was an upset when they just beat the Patriots recently. Ben, good, hey, Ben, good job playing injured tonight. I can't believe you come in. You're a real dedicated man. You know, you'll play sick, and that's the best part about you. That's why... We love you, and you're number one. But i got to tell you, I, I had a little meet and greet with Matt Jones. He's actually my neighbor. He lives up the road. He's staying in a rental right now. But I have a feeling me and him are going to be friends for a long time. And i got one more question. Um, when Eddie's celebrating the Steelers' victory at home, does he have an at-home version of the sticks for the victory celebration? That's what the fans want to know. Oh, and you're being covered up on the Sports Hub right now by some 2011 Boston Bruins Stanley Cup um, stupid thing going on. I don't know what's going on there, but maybe yeah. you could have uh, Eddie look into that and find out why that's going on, you know?
3: I'm sure that's very compelling programming. All right, well, thank you, Blind Scott. I uh, appreciate that. Eddie, you, do you have a home version of the Thunderstick or only the one version? You have the, the multiple colors, a home road, alternative Thunderstick?
5: No, the, the Steelers have the terrible towel. They don't do Thundersticks. But you're known as Ridiculous the Thunderstick guy. Well, you're known as the Thunderstick guy. That's what you're known as. I don't think I'm known as that. You're known as the Thunderstick guy. You've been on your Sticks. I've Your Sticks Garcia. That's the first time anyone has ever called me the Thunderstick guy. No, You just said that. That's the first time. Your Sticks Garcia. How can I be known for that if no one's ever called me that
3: before? Oh, you've been on network television multiple times with the Sticks. Your Sticks Garcia. Don't shake your head at me like that.
5: Jeez. Be sure
2: to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: He's Mike carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex couple of big-time returns could be coming up in the coming days. Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving expected to make his season debut Wednesday at Indiana. Now, he has not been vaccinated against the coronavirus. Makes him ineligible to play at home under the New York City vaccine mandate, but he's apparently just going to play on the road. That's interesting. How great is it going to be, Eddie, when he starts missing road games for load management when he's only playing <laughs> the road games? You it's, know it's that's going to happen. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, you know that's and, happening. And uh, the Warriors are hoping... Weasel word uh, that, that is, Clay Thompson yeah. will play his first game in like two years Sunday against yeah. the Cavaliers. Uh, he's returning from not only a torn ACL back in 2019, but a right, killing tear Eddie, in 2020. Yes, he comes back.
3: He doesn't play well. The team loses a few games they're not supposed to lose, and they blame him that he messed up the good thing they have going on there. That Clay Thompson. Well, I know you back. will definitely do that. Damn right. I've already got the monologue. Half I hear. Written. I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, is that it? Are that's all. Good? That's all I got. All right. all right, it is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on now, and we began the hour talking about Antonio Brown and his situation. We'll get back to that with the phones. Uh, Fats from Philly says, if a playoff scenario stays the same, what will our wager be, Rams versus Eagles? Uh, yeah, we'd have to come up with something good there, Fats, because you are the quintessential Philadelphia Eagle fan. When I think of what a Philadelphia Eagle fan sounds like, what a Philadelphia Eagle fan looks like, and I think smells like, although I'm not near you, fortunately, it is Fats from Philly. Now, if you're, if you're new to the show, Fats from Philly, famously at the 2020 NFL Draft, lit himself on fire and screamed my name while lighting himself on fire during the draft. Uh, this was not something that we asked for. This was something that just organically happened in many ways, uh, and uh, of course, for legal reasons, we could not could not ask for that because if something had gone wrong. But he's all right. Fats does this all the time. He's got a, he's a very hairy man. There's a lot of testosterone in Fats. He's got a lot of, a lot of chest hair, and uh, Fats famously also showed us all of Fats, including little Fats, uh, and uh, he was taking part of the Doc Mike uh, program there. <laughs> We not only saw his kitchen, but we saw, well, we actually saw what was in his kitchen. Uh, so it was, uh, it was interesting. Anyway, all right, uh, let's go to the phones. And uh, well, let's say hello now to Andrea, the sports sorceress from Berkeley. And I got to tell you, Andrea, I thought of you a few hours ago. I was getting ready for the show. And I'm looking at the, uh, I'm reading the New York Post. And there's a story in the yes. New York Post about astrology. Yes. And Antonio Brown. And I immediately I said, "Wait a minute here. This is this is your territory. What mm-hmm. are they doing over there at the New York Post? What's wrong with them?"
8: Yeah, we're we're in a parallel universe. I just tweeted the um New York Post story about Antonio Brown about half an hour ago. That should be you. You should
3: contact the New York Post. You Uh are the expert when it comes to athletes and the stars. You should be writing a column for them every week. It's a bad job by them. And I saw that, and I immediately thought of you. I said, wait a minute here. What's going on?
8: Yeah, and sure enough, I tweeted it about uh 20 minutes half an hour ago and said I'd be talking more about it and yeah good point the new york post i think in the past several months been have been doing a lot more astrology like an article every day they've really kind of moved into that um what? area yeah. yeah.
3: And you don't have to move back to New York, because I, I know one of the writers I know that works for The Post lives in Chicago, so you uh-huh. don't have to actually be in, in New York to write for The Post, so you you could handle that, right? Once a week, a couple oh, yeah. of paragraphs, yeah. right? you can knock that out, no problem.
8: Yeah, no problem. I used to do a lot of freelance writing for different baseball magazines yeah. and MLB.com and yeah, yeah, ESPN. I think
3: this is related to the, when you did the Mahomes thing, right? I think they that, that got some traction and people picked up on that. Mm-hmm. And then I think this is just now, every time something happens. But what what do you make of this Antonio Brown there? Is it, was it in the stars?
8: Yes. You know what's interesting? Uh, he's a cancer. He's born July 10, 1988. And cancer is <laughs> can really... a
5: cancer. Who could have saw that coming?
8: <laughs> cancer is a water sign. They can be over-emotional, moody, defensive, kind of hypersensitive. So, you know, he has that, that kind of moody, over-emotional energy to start with, and then by transit, Neptune in Pisces is connecting to his Mars in Pisces, which is very confusing, very spaced out. Uh, It's really fogginess about your life directions and goals. It's like space is the place. Just really difficulty um, in following through and just being very lost.
3: Well, he has been living in outer space, uh, somewhere (laughs) outside our are part of the galaxy for a while here so
8: So this is you know a very confusing transit it could last several years and this is just the beginning so obviously uh it's interesting tom brady's a leo but he he has venus in cancer right near antonio brown's Sun in cancer so he was very empathetic towards him uh... and kind of say, you know i mean you mentioned it before but this is a difficult transit for an athlete i mean you use it or it uses you you can kind of channel it spiritually or you can let it dissipate into really bizarre uh... and outlandish behavior and uh... he kind of took the that that path and uh... Yeah, it was just. No, he
3: not only took that path; he's on the autobahn on that path. <laughs> There's no speed limit. He's going as fast as he can.
8: Yeah, and they uh, cut him from the team. That was, you know, he's like, you know, the coach uh, Andy Reid was like, "Next question." He's no longer on the
3: team. Well, uh, by the way, let me let me address that. Yeah, uh, I, that would have been one of my maller monologues. Uh, Bruce Arians coming out and say he's no longer a Buck. Uh, that's not. You know, let's talk about the game. No, that's the story. That's mm-hmm. not the end of the story. That is the story. Mm-hmm. You know, you know and, and you can answer the questions however you want, but you can't tell the media what the story is. That was the. Story. Who the hell cares about the fact that Bucks had to come back against the pathetic Jets? I mean, that's embarrassing. Yeah, we're down in the fourth quarter against the Jets. What kind of championship bullcrap is that for mm-hmm. the for the for the the, uh, the Buccaneers? But anyway, I I digress. So you're saying that it, the future is bleak,
5: is what you're saying? Yeah,
8: yeah. This is a very um, confusing kind of low energy, and it's like the three Ds: disillusionment, disenchantment, disappointment. So when you have, oh, a I like
3: tra- that. That's very. That reminds me of the old Blazers broadcaster, Brian Wheeler. He'd he the you have three words that all start with the same letter, and uh, that was his shtick when he did the Blazers games. He's a very talented play-by-play guy, and that that reminded me of his type oh, thing. You know, amazing, astonishing, astounding. You know, oh, kind
8: of, yeah, yeah! I try to keep it accessible for people who don't have to know all the astrology jargon, just to know it's a time of confusion and. Um, unclear. Yeah. Well, my, goal,
3: my goal is to get Brian Wheeler back in the NBA, so uh, hopefully he will be back at some point, whether it's with the Blazers or somebody else. Because uh, without him, there's a lot of brutal, bitter, and back-breaking broadcasters in the. Uh, in the-
8: <laughs> interesting. Yeah. No. This was. This has been a strange energy for him, and uh, I guess the team cut their losses, and it'll be interesting to see what ends up developing. Um, and then the Ben Roethlisberger, he's a Pisces. He got all emotional. It was, you know, a good manolo- monologue by you and welcome well, you. back and uh, good to hear your voice again and happy, healthy, and abundant new year.
3: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea, and uh, be well there. Virgo in service on Twitter. There she goes, our friend Andrea. So, real quick, uh, several of our friends listening in the Twin Cities over the last couple of days have what did you think of Mike Zimmer? Now, the Vikings got absolutely thunderstruck by the Green Bay Packers. What a dreadful game. I mean, it was just Chris Collinsworth licking the toes of Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams for three and a half hours with Mike Tirico there, his little buddy. Uh, My God, uh, it was horrible. But anyway, the Vikings had no chance without Kirk Cousins, which tells you how bad the other quarterbacks are. But one story in particular, the Viking backup, Kellen Mond, uh, it was like a third-round pick, I think, last this past year. And he got into the game briefly, didn't do much of anything, and the media really wanted him to play. And this became a talking point after the game. And And let's play the audio. We actually have the audio. Listen quickly here to Mike Zimmer and his response when asked. you got to listen closely because – you can't really hear the question, but he's asked, does you know? Does he want to see Kellen Mond next week in the Vikings' final game? And then he was asked uh, a follow-up, why?
2: Do you think you want to get a look at Mond next week?
6: Not particularly.
3: Mike, why don't you want to get a look at him?
6: I see him every day.
3: Oh, that is outstanding. Now, so first of all, I have long been – Annoyed, And one of the reasons we don't play more audio on this show is because I can predict with a 99.9% accuracy level what coach is going to say after a situation because they say the same thing every time. They don't change it up. Uh, what Mike Zimmer did right there was give you the truth. And the, the people in Minnesota freaking out. Oh, I can't believe he did that to one of his players. He was asked a question. He gave an honest answer. He essentially just told you. Let me spell it out for you. You're a little slow in the back of the room there. This Kellen Mond guy practices during the season, the Vikings, and is terrible. And Mike Zimmer sees that and doesn't want to play the guy because he can't play. And so that's it. And very simple. He was asked a question. He gave an honest answer. And he said, hey, I see this guy every day. And that's essentially what he was implying. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. Of course, Zimmer will be fired next week, so who the hell knows what's going to happen. Anyway, here's the instant trivia. Blank holds the record for the most receiving yards by a player in a three-touchdown catch game over the last 70 years. Now, this record was almost broken by a certain Cincinnati Bengal, but was not. Anyway, Blank holds the record Most receiving yards by a player in a three-touchdown catch game over the last 70 NFL seasons, back to 1952. That is the insta-trivia. The answer,
2: next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: The Ben Maller Show has been unscientifically proven to reduce stress and treat insomnia on the third shift. Maller Militia missionaries like yourself can help expand the Ben Maller Show via word of mouth. Tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Only you can help us enlarge the Maller Militia. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, real quick, Blank holds the record. For the most receiving
3: yards by a player in a three-touchdown catch game over the last 70 NFL seasons, goes all the way back to 1952. That is the question, what is the answer? Kathleen in Madison is going with Ben Roethlisberger as the selection. Who else do we have? Terry LeCount from Arik in Minnesota, or 49er John Taylor. Secretariat, guessed by David in Seattle, Who knows where all the good restaurants are? Haywood Jeffries from the late-night drug tester. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down here, page down. Tyreek Hill, guest by Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Mr. Luciano is going uh, with John Gotti Jr. as his answer. Milkman Mike says the answer is Andrea of the Cosmos. Uh, Fats from Philly says it is our buddy Blair from Maine. I guess he did do the Arctic Challenge over the weekend. Good job by Blair. Do you have an answer, Eddie?
5: Uh, yes, it's former Bengals receiver Isaac Curtis. Uh, that was a good name. But no, it is Jimmy
3: Smith, of all people, for Jacksonville back in 2000. He had 291 yards in a three-touchdown game. That's the record over Jerry Rice, Tyreek Hill, and Jamar Chase.
2: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Fire this is when Big Ben gets grilled.
7: All right, cool Ben, a couple weeks ago, you had a monologue claiming that the Eagles were going to make the playoffs, and this weekend you were proven correct. They clinched a playoff spot with their win over Washington, and now that they've snuck their way into the postseason, are you buying them being able to steal a playoff win?
3: Uh, no, they have the worst playoff resume of anyone. Now, that doesn't mean much. There's always the op- the chance that the other team's quarterback could throw a bunch of interceptions or get hurt, or et cetera, et cetera. But based on what I have seen in Philadelphia, there's nothing in their body of work that leads me to believe this is a team that's going to win a playoff game or two outside of the other team's top player getting hurt. So I am going, no, they are a one and done. Next.
7: Uh, Last week, Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo uh, said that he views Joe Burrow as a young Tom Brady. Uh, Burrow backed that up on Sunday, beating them and getting into the playoffs. Uh, Now, Ben, do you see Joe Burrow winning an MVP within the next four seasons?
3: Well, the odds are going to go up because you figure in the next four years, Roethlisberger, obviously he's gone, forget about him, but Aaron Rodgers is out, Tom Brady will be out, in Tampa and he won't be playing anymore. Rogers will not be playing. So the this the feel will be lessened. And so absolutely Joe Burrow, you know, they win a couple of playoff games, win a playoff game this year. There's no question that the uh, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, the, the stock is trending up. All right, there we don't need to do the third. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. Bail- How did we do Coop? Failure to win. Nothing. He told me I lose. won off the air. Good day, he said sir. I'm sick, so I won no
4: matter what.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.